0: In this episode, we are speaking with Lola Deklitz. Lola is a New York City model who has worked with some huge brands, including Redken, Head & Shoulders, Tresemme, and so many more. We talk about self-confidence, resilience, and tips for embodying your highest, most authentic self. We also talk about God, spirituality, and we even show you some tips and tricks to get the best angles for your photos. So this is a really awesome conversation. I really hope you guys enjoy it. Before we jump in, make sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes. It really does help us reach a broader audience and have a bigger impact. So please leave us a five-star review and without further ado, let's Let's get started, guys. Welcome to the Inner Power Podcast with your host, Andy Rivera. Hi everybody, welcome to the Inner Power Podcast. My name is Andy and I'm super excited for today's conversation because I have with me the one, the only, Lola De Kled. Woo! Yes! All right, so Lola is a New York City model. And apart from being gorgeous and beautiful and resilient, she is one of the strongest women that I personally know. So I'm really excited to have conversations on self-confidence, self-realization, what it's like being a model in New York, and give our viewers some advice and some inspiration in their day-to-day lives. So without further ado, Lola, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having yes. me. I appreciate
0: it. I'm so excited. All right, let's have a little sip of our coffee because we've been kind of waiting for this. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Salud.
1: Salud. Salud.
0: Mm. Oh, Salud. by the bueno. So by the way. We're both based in New York, but of course, as you can already tell, we're Latinas. Born and raised in Puerto Rico. That's right. Just (laughs) regular
1: Latinas.
0: (laughs) That is correct. And we are women that are out here really pursuing our purpose genuinely. And that is essentially why I wanted to have this conversation with you because it is not easy. It is not easy as a woman, especially as a Latina, to come to a place like New York and really go for it really go for your dream so before we get into that type of conversation let's talk a little bit about modeling so you've worked with some really huge brands you've worked with redken yeah thank god glory to god redken revlon head and shoulders tresemme you know some really staple brands that we know and love and you've crushed it by the way if you guys haven't checked out her instagram it's lola declet so make sure to check out the show notes and take a look at her work so lola what has it been like being a model in new york just break that process down for us
1: um it was really hard because nobody wanted me Mm, (laughs) she's like that's not what i was expecting no nobody really wanted me i came to new york city with these wide puerto rican hips because i was eating rice and beans a lot (laughs) and lifting weights So I come to New York City with this expectation that I was going to kill it because I was being idolized in Puerto Rico. Like I was all that in a bag of chips. Mm -hmm. And then I come to New York City and that was not the love that I was receiving. So I went from agency to agency, small agency to small agency. I did my research. I went online and I went to this website called Model Mayhem. Mm. To start working with photographers. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I'd say now, 10 years later, I'm getting signed to an agency that I've been wanting to work with. Yeah. So it was not easy for me and it's still not easy for me, but I guess that's, that's exactly what I needed. I needed that experience so that I could possibly help out other people. Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not a conventional type of business and it's not for the, the weak. definitely I would say that because of all the all the rejection (laughs) Mm. but now that I'm oh you know I'm becoming into who God is calling me to be I understand things a lot better in regards to how this business works and it's all about the market yeah so I don't take things as personally because I understand that it's either you got it right now as to what the market is looking for or you're not it's not a personal thing so uh so yeah and I I truly enjoy it I don't want to play model. I just want to do what I love to do. Absolutely. And
0: being a model in New York is brutal. Even, I mean, I know a lot of models at this point, and even the ones who have quote unquote made it, who are working with huge brands and even huge agencies, it's still a struggle. So resilience is a really key foundational element to the type of work that you do, especially in this city, which is kind of ironic because a lot of people look at models and they're like, oh, they have it so easy. They don't. And they do not, they do not, especially in a city like this one. So what are some things that you've been able to do in your life to be able to develop that resilience? And like you said, you know, manage rejection and embrace the uncertainty that comes along with, you know, just the work that you do.
1: Right, mm-hmm. uh, how do I manage the resilience? I mean to be resilient, to be honest, it's my faith in God, my, my faith in Jesus, that's been it for me because how I look at things, it's more from a spiritual aspect and I understand that rejection of man is nothing, you know, um, It's it's it doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, and I've understood that if God permits me to be with the agency, it's for a reason. If he doesn't, it's for a reason because at the end of the day, I really don't want to stress myself out. I truly just want to make a living doing what I love to do without having to compromise and you know certain agencies are looking for specific girls and you know spe- like doing specific things that i am not going to do so the f- resilience comes from knowing who i am in god in christ and mm. who i am as a woman and that's still something that i'm learning right now so i'm not i'm not there yet at all but that's what's maintained me in regards to you know dealing with rejection after rejection i got rejected by like 8 10 agencies My mother agent submitted me to so many agencies. And I was telling one of my girlfriends, I got rejected not by everybody under the sun. I got rejected by under the universe, under the sun and under the waters. So everybody from the universe to the waters rejected me. (laughs) So, and I was like, whatever, you know, and I spoke to this one agency that, you know, God willing, I'm going to sign with. And I told them, listen, I want to be. I want to be with an agent that is in love with me, as I am in love with them.
0: Yeah, have I do that not want to be.
1: I want to have that relationship. I don't want it to be one-sided. I want them to be crazy yeah. about me. You don't just
0: want to do it just for the sake of doing it. Like, you and don't, I don't yeah. want to be on a
1: shelf. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I. I think, like God willing, I booked my own work. Yeah. I have. Um, I have booked myself. I've signed. Like, I've done so much. Like so many things. I've traveled, and it's not. It's not, a, it's not for an Instagram post. Yeah, either. exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, I don't want my life or my career to be based off. I don't want to play model on Instagram. Yeah. I want to do it because I understand it. It's, 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 a, it's a business that I enjoy. And, you know, um, I love to be able to also link other people to a, other agents because I understand that I, I know what works and what doesn't work. So if I can open doors for some people, that's something that God has provided me. Yeah, you know, with that skill set.
0: What was it like when you finally landed, uh, just a deal with a a big brand, a brand that you're like, oh wow, like this this just happened.
1: I was 25 years old, and I was like, wow, I waited five years for this, mm-hmm. and it was the easiest job, and it was for Head and Shoulders. I was so excited, mm. and I just I was on TV in the stores and i was like wow this is amazing yeah (laughs) and then i passed that stage i still get excited but now i'm like all right i want consistency got you because yeah i don't want to book one campaign and then be laid up at home waiting for that next job That's
0: that's so important that you mentioned that because a lot of people from the outside looking in they think that um, especially people who are generally self-employed and models as well they think that when you get one like one big deal mm-hmm. that oh my god you've made it all of a sudden no but really that is that's that's really a stepping stone that's really a stepping stone into a new um, level within your professional career. But that doesn't guarantee that, oh my goodness, from now on you're set. Not necessarily. Not really. You know, there are these little gems and these little, you know, here and there. There are women that that happens to, but the reality is that's not really the majority of the cases. So we talked about resilience, um, which for you comes from looking at the world from the perspective of a higher power, knowing that you know, we do have this higher power that is supporting us, divinely supporting us and giving us nudges in the right direction constantly. And I feel like for those people who don't have a relationship with a higher power, we believe in God. Um, but I just call it higher power just to be able to empathize with everybody. Just don't don't feel like restricted by this conversation whatsoever. Um, but we we definitely have a faith a faith in the divine a faith in God knowing that he always has our back and we we carry ourselves with that grace it's not always easy it's not always easy but when i don't have the strength for myself i do look to god and that's literally what's been able to mm-hmm help me even be here in right everything. now. I mean, you know you know some of my story here in New York. And I everything, mean, <laughs> literally. Yeah, so definitely having that faith and developing your spiritual side. Lean into it. If you have a calling, um, I, I invite you to explore it. I invite you to explore the spiritual side of you because it's, it's, it's beautiful. God wants you to, to tap into that. And I think that when you do, you're going to find a lot of peace. Your problems don't necessarily disappear, but it feels like a weight is being... Lift it, Lift it a little bit. Like someone, someone is carrying that weight with you. You don't have to carry this entire thing by yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. So that definitely helps me also in my day-to-day. So girl, let's talk about taking pictures and angles because I I can't even. Like I see your pictures and I'm like, Lola, oh my God, how?
1: <laughs> I'm so awkward. I'm photos. so awkward because my photos are not even... I mean, like she says that they're like, whoa, but i have friends that when i look at them it's like looking at art in movement i dance in
0: movement okay art in movement
1: so i'm a dancer at heart like i i love to move a lot but i know some of my girlfriends that when they take photos i just love staring at them because they just they're just so eloquent and all that so i i think my posing is fine but that's it's good, but it's not like what I've seen. So thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Girl, okay, no, stop bashing yourself. Stop bashing, yourself. Stop bashing yourself. Please take I'm a compliment. Not <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it, but I have to I have to give credit to those that I'm like, wow, I, I want to be just like that. It's taken me 10 years to be able to connect with the camera. And what's yeah. helped me to be able to be comfortable in front of the camera is telling myself, Lola, you're an actor. When I stopped being a model and I took... The, I started saying that I'm an actor, that's when I became a better model, mm. is when I said, no, you're an actor. When you pretend to be something, it doesn't work out. Because reality is when we're in front of the camera, we're selling you an item in pictures. Yeah. So we have to make you think that you're gonna look just like us. And that's acting. So that's just how it works.
0: Well, not necessarily just look like you, but more so like you, you
1: have to make the I client- I will look empathy. like this. In, the, in those clothes. Okay, or, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Or, yeah, or with that cup of water, cu- like, you know, like cup of coffee. I could be taking a picture where I'm just, la- like, laughing in the sunset. And you're like, wow, I could look like that under the sunset with yeah. that cup of coffee. You know, so it's creating that story in your head that yeah. you could put yourself in our shoes. And because we've created that story in your mind, that makes you want to buy this product. Mhm. So that's... That's how I look at it now, 10 years later. As opposed to before, let me act like a model. It just wasn't working out. Because in reality, I told myself, no, you're a storyteller. And it sounds a bit complicated, but for me, it's just easier.
0: So it's essentially allowing people to just have that visual experience of what it could potentially look like for them. Right. And then that creating enough curiosity to be like, all right, I'm going to test it out to see if, if I do right. you know, yeah. end up like this person that i see here so all right so let's go back to angles i i personally admit like admire you so i would love for you to share some tips with all the ladies watching on (laughs) all right
1: i'm holding a cup of coffee
0: yeah on please tell me like what angles are good what angles should we avoid like is there a specific type of lighting that you should look out for um, like what please please because I feel like it's so organic for you but I know that you've studied this I know that you've practiced I know that you've put in the work and now it just looks like very seamless it looks like
1: oh uh, but I
0: always knew how to do this her entire life
1: and advice would be to I guess uh, connect with the photographer
0: okay let's just say that you're taking photos in your
1: own house taking photos for your yeah, own house for, girl, for women that just want to
0: yeah take some really bomb
1: I mean, Photos. for me, side angles, like being able to show the jaw,
0: the jawline, yeah,
1: okay, and just like tilting your head, you know okay, um, like stuff like that, and then you know, like using
0: oh, I gotta do this
1: so, you know like if, if you're at home, just depending on what you're wearing, because i've I've seen a lot of photo shoots where the model could be wearing something. And the lighting isn't right. The makeup isn't right. So mm-hmm. she's not comfortable. With this, at least, I feel really confident in this. So I would normally do something like this, and I would tilt it like that. You know, I don't, mm. But I don't do too much because the more you try to do, the uglier it looks. Okay. So, if so you're, a t- like a little bit of tilting. It's just very subtle. If yeah. you're uncomfortable, best believe people are going to see that you're uncomfortable. Okay. So uh, wear something that is form-fitting and that makes you feel good. Yeah. Don't be over the top and, and just learn to study your face because don't, what works for you is not going to work for me. you know. Your face and my face is different. That's how God made us. So for me, I'm not symmetrical. I'm actually asymmetrical. It, it, it could possibly look like um, I'm symmetrical, but I'm not. So I understand my face a lot because I've studied my face. So yeah. I've taken a lot of selfies as well so that I can study my face. So when I'm on camera... Okay. I know what looks good. So that's something I, I, I could give an advice like do this, do that, you know. Just
0: give us a little, yeah, a couple of poses. Well, you already did because when you mentioned, um, you know, making sure that your jaw is yeah. like kind of hitting the light, giving it that angle, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like, And then giving it like. I like what you did with your shoulder. It looked like very, yeah. Oh so my God, that. Do you remember you
1: that, that tilt that I was talking about? It's just very subtle. And also Girl, like. and your lips.
0: Like how do you pucker, oh, pucker them that like people that? Keep telling I this, suck that, at that. That
1: I'm puckering up my lips. and But maybe I think it became such a habit that I forgot about it. Because <laughs> apparently people are like, you do that lip pucker. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It looks so good. Show me how to do that. <laughs> I've been doing it for so long. I don't even know I'm doing it. So yeah, I guess I pucker my lips. It helps. Uh, but, but not how about too much. hands,
0: because I know you're also really good at hands. You oh, actually get booked for hand modeling too. So, what if you're not doing hand modeling and you're just taking a photo at home, right? Mm-hmm. You know,
1: um, what do you do with your hands? I feel like my hands are like usually like so awkward. Just just make them very um, delicate. Very like, And okay. sometimes I don't do that. Like, sometimes I've noticed my hands in photos where they're just like <laughs> plastered, uh, and, and I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. Everything has to be in alignment. I used to make fun of models when I was a little girl with my mom, actually, because we used to look at Victoria's Secret uh, catalogs. And I'm like, Ma, why is she so sexy? But her toes are like, and I have to make the sound. Oh my God. (laughs) But (laughs) That is
0: so graphic for the people that are just listening on audio.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They need to know what that just like plastered frog feet. And because I used to like make fun like with my mom because my mom used to be like all right now pose so i used to like pose on my mom's bed like really sexy yeah and then she'll look like like she'll look at my face and then all the way down to my feet and my toes would be like this and she would just be cracking up so i said no now (laughs) that i'm in it i'm gonna make sure my toes are looking just as good as that face and the hands as well and that's (laughs) it's a lot so i really think about from the face to the hands to the feet extensions and everything so how can we make our hands look more? Definite? I mean, like, de- I mean, like, you have really
0: pretty hands. Now I do, but they look manly in photos because I don't, I'm so, I don't know what to do with them, so they end up looking like just weird. <laughs> I mean,
1: if, if you're doing anything like,
0: like, a dinosaur, but like, cla- even if it, if I'm not doing like claw-like, even I mean, if my fingers are like jab together, hands. my just, hands are just
1: tense. Just look at my hands. Like, try to do this. Okay, so now leave it like that. Okay there you go by the way when she says
0: try to do this what she's doing with her hand is essentially kind of just loosely kind of like flopping it (laughs) um but just essentially like loosening up the hand so that you're not like tensing it in any way and then in that natural when in that natural flow where it lands that is like a good indicator as to like what would look good in a photo yeah exactly okay that's it because when i think about it girl I, i end up like Mm, like, they all do, like, the awkward, okay. like, hand to the hip, like, yeah. just,
1: like, not cute at all. <laughs> exactly. That, that ugly Vogue pose that people try to do when they first model. It's, it's like, it's not cute. When Vogue doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> when Vogue... Bo- that's a good one when vogue doesn't work so i'm not here laughing
0: like that okay so you mentioned that confidence is a is a big thing feeling comfortable in your own skin is a big thing in photos because obviously it reflects and we've seen it we've seen photos where the person is beautiful they're gorgeous they have the right clothes the ambiance everything's great but then you can tell that they are so uncomfortable you can just see it in their eyes so what are some tips for um, just having that confidence, not just in photos, but let's talk about confidence in a broader subject, just confidence in general in your day-to-day life. What things have helped you gain that self-confidence in order to just walk with that power that you do, and even
1: like within your photos, but also in your day-to-day life? I just don't wear what I'm, what I'm not comfortable with. Because I've seen in my photos where when I'm uncomfortable, you could see it in my mouth. And it's not that I'm doing something. My my jaw is clenched. Okay. And because I know it's an an unattractive look on camera, I tell photographers, I do not feel comfortable doing this or I don't feel comfortable wearing this. It saves everybody time and money because if I don't feel comfortable wearing it, then I'm not going to sell it. So when, and then in my life, I wear what makes me feel comfortable. If it makes me feel uncomfortable, I will not wear it. Um, yeah, so so that's that's pretty much it. And and, it, mm-hmm. huh?
0: and clothing aside, what other elements do you feel like help you carry about that confidence?
1: And um, what other elements may you mm-hmm. like
0: apart from like for example, apart from like just clothing in general, are they are they things that you do in your daily practice that allow you to essentially like self-care practices or little habits that you have that allow you to gain that confidence for example me um i have made it an active just thing in my life where i really try not to talk down on myself Mm. because i remember (laughs) a few years ago uh, I, when I, whenever I did something wrong, like, let's say that I, I don't know, I dropped a glass of water or something, I would be like, ay, que imbécil, Andrea, yeah, yeah. you know, ay Dios mío, o sea, ay, Dios mío, que moro Andrea, excelente, you know, I would say something like, just offensive to myself. But that's our culture. That, okay, that, no, but also, well, that is our culture sometimes, but also, you know, people are just generally hard on the, themselves. Mm, yeah, true. And... I made it I made a mental note to like okay I'm going to stop affirming these negative traits onto myself mm-hmm. and I'm going to start of aff- like affirming um, things that that align with my self power. Mm. So finding the things finding what that was for me and every single day just writing down affirmations and reciting them to myself and making sure to watch when I have that negative self language that has helped me with my confidence as well.
1: Well, to be very honest, I'm quite very, uh, insecure. So, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can't really tell from the outside. That's cause I've, I've learned to put mm. up a front, but I'm actually very insecure. I, I've told myself you may have a bit of imposter syndrome, but I figured out a way to not have that anymore. Mm. Uh, wow. Yeah.
0: That's really, that's really interesting because, um, you know, people, like I said, people that are looking from the outside in, when they see you, they see this pretty woman who, yeah. you know, like who is also brilliant and has all these amazing qualities. And you never really think, oh, wow, she
1: obviously, you know, suffers from insecurities like the rest of us. Oh, yeah. No, no. I have I mean, I, I hate to like I hate to bring it up, but um, a lot of the things that we do comes from upbringing. And I I've seen all my life family members that they would portray to be one thing in the outside, gorgeous, whatever. But on the inside, they were going through a lot of things. So I'm actually one of those. I'm, I work on my confidence because uh, I have to. Like If you know that you're not going to give up, all you have to do is just continue working through it. But yeah. there's nothing wrong in you saying, I'm struggling with this. I yeah. think that gives you more strength to be able to, to deal with it. Once you've identified it and once you've said, okay, I'm no longer going to be a clown or an imposter to the rest of the world, I'm going to be real to myself. And mm. from there, that's when you can actually work through whatever is it that you're struggling with or whatever you've been through. So I do have a lot of insecurities because I had been programmed to portray myself to be one thing in in, in front of the public, but behind closed doors, I was very mistreated. So, mm. So it's that... It's unlearning what I've been taught and learning what God says and who God says that I am and believing it and walking in that. So, yeah. My, yeah. my confidence mm-hmm. is because I just, I want to look good because I'm like, I, I just want to look good. So people don't need to know what you're going through. You know, you can, you can still dress up and be beautiful and people do not need to know what you're yeah. going through. That's just between, that stays behind closed doors unless you're doing an interview. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> see, do an interview. Like this
1: one Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this one where I'm exposed, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, damn, I don't want, I don't want to ask the other question because, you <laughs> know, i'm like, oh God, I be something? authentic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just be you. <laughs> okay. All right, I will. So. I did wanna ask. What is um a really difficult situation that's happened to you in the past that you have been able to overcome that situation and now you know that you're a better person for it.
1: And oh, this can be as, as small I can answer or this one. No, no, no this I, I could really answer this one. Great question. Glad you asked. Uh my past relationship, that one lasted about five years. We were both very young. And we were both very toxic toxic towards one another, and um, we broke up, and it was just, we were just two kids trying to play adults, and it was just really traumatic for the both of us, I'm sure. Like, I don't want to just, you know, say it was him, but I'm pretty sure I was a headache. <laughs> I know I was a headache. And yeah, and I've overcome it, so now I've been at least four years single, and it's been the best experience ever. Yeah, a single a single Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: i was single, yeah, single, single lady- for four years, and that was a traumatic experience, being in a <laughs> relationship. Oh and how
0: did you take that and essentially just turn it into a blessing in your life?
1: It's a blessing because I see the red flags, not just in others, but within myself in regards to dating. And I will not settle, you know, based off for anything for in life at this any, point. At, like at this point from that everything. yeah, from like not
0: settling in men, now it's translated to I'm not so gonna settle period. period. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not
1: saying that like I would have settled with him, but technically speaking, yes, because we were we we're so different, him and I, yeah, that it would have never flourished into a long term relationship slash marriage. You know, it, it's it's literally like um a toad trying to have a relationship with a human. Like, an actual marriage. Oh, my goodness. He can be... I could be the (laughs) toad. I'm sorry, I had to give that. Oh, you're the toad? I'll just say that. Why? No, No, because we were so not... Like, you know, we we just had nothing in common except for the fact that we love to play fight. (laughs) Okay. And we had similar sense of humor type somewhat. Not really. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so that was it. (laughs) So what are some tips because
0: obviously you've after that you've really created healthy boundaries and not just with with romantic relationships but with other people that you love friends family you and i obviously have gone through so many changes and there are moments in our lives (laughs) when the people that we love have extremely different viewpoints on life and, and on everything right Than than the viewpoints that we now carry mm-hmm. and these are people that it, it's really easy when you see the world differently to another person to just be like all right you know like i can just kick them out of my life now yeah but there are people that you're like no like this is a person that i love especially when it comes to family right mm-hmm. that you're like we really see things differently, but I, there's, I'm not, you know, they're going to be in my life forever. I, mm-hmm. I I want them to be in my life forever. What are some things that you've been able to do to establish healthy boundaries with friends and with people that you love?
1: That's a really good yeah. question.
0: Yeah. Um, to be able to embody your own authentic truth. Mm-hmm. Cause you know that I've done the same, mm-hmm. you know that. And <laughs> it's, it's probably one of the, one of the more difficult things that I still struggle with with to this day right because i'm just so scared of disappointing my family Mm. and just like not just disappointing them but like being judged because even when they're not judging they sometimes do (laughs) like they'll sometimes poke poke jokes and stuff and and we're all kind of like that you know Mm -hmm. um but especially latino families are like really hardcore um uh at least mine was (laughs) mine is uh yeah so so It's been a really beautiful process of me being able to find myself because I didn't know who I was for the longest time, for like over 25 years. I didn't know who the hell I was. And so once I I discovered, oh, this is Andy, Um, how do I bring this into, how do I bring this new person into the lives of the people that were already there with my old self? you know Mm -hmm. um i feel like that's a really tricky transition because people always have that previous perspective of you and they were they will generally judge you (laughs) right for the most part even if they're loving beings right so what have you done to be able to look at me rolling up my sleeves as (laughs) as i'm ready to answer yeah what have you done to be able to Set those boundaries and still have just really loving relationships with these people.
1: If I'm really honest, I'm still learning that now. Right. And I would say is separating myself, if I have to, from not speaking to them. You know, for a little I, while? Yeah, yeah, for a little while. Because at the end of the day, it's... Uh, I'm As I mentioned, because of the whole imposter syndrome thing and all that, um, I battle a lot of times with... Uh, What do you call it? High functioning depression, which for me, it's you were not yourself in front of these people ever. So you have to distance yourself and be alone to know who you are, to be authentic and understand who you are so that when you come about being in front of these relationships and if they reject you for whatever reason, because you took out time for yourself to understand yourself, to Go through that process of crying, being angry, whatever it is, and loving yourself, or being, or, or like telling yourself, "I, I am going to deal with this however I want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I will not have anybody to judge me, because at the end of the day, when I'm at home going through my emotions, nobody's there to come for me. Yes, but God. preach. <laughs> so, I just, and I'm still doing that. I'm still working through that. I've told some of my friends, "Listen, um, I love you, but right now I don't think that we should be hanging out." You know, I just, I'm staying away from certain people and not just you, just in overall and and overall, because I understand that you and I have very similar personalities and I know that certain things will trigger me and I don't want to end up in a fight with you. Yeah. You know, and I, and you have to be okay with saying things like that. At the end of the day, it's about you because... If you are not okay with yourself and you're not aware of yourself or your emotions, you're gonna you like you're gonna spew that out to your people, like to the people that you love, to your friendships. Yeah. And then that's a whole other conversation where you hurt have to say, people, hey, hurt people. Exactly. So I understand that I have a temper. God knows I have a temper. So in order for me to understand where this temper is coming from, I have to stay aside, alone, alone with God. And sometimes I don't talk to God because I'm mad. And that's okay. I don't feel any condemnation for these emotions that I'm going through. And sometimes I cry. Sometimes I just go through it. And once I've had that, then I'm able to be in front of people that may be a little bit challenging, but that does not mean that I need to compromise or bend over to make you feel comfortable. And because I know that no one's helping me in my emotions when I'm alone, I can just leave. Just because they're family or friends, you have a free will to just walk away. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be forever, but they need to see that you are serious about your mental health. And if they are not good for you, just say, I don't feel comfortable and I got to go.
0: Yeah. I think... I hope that answers your question. Making mental health a priority is huge, 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 huge. And thank you for sharing that, by the way. Um, Because I... I suffered from chronic depression my entire life. I'm not the only one in my family. I don't want to pinpoint who else (laughs) suffers from it because, of course, I want to honor their privacy. Mm -hmm. But I definitely lived in a household with a number of mental health conditions from... Chronic depression, to bipolarity, to Tourette's, to oh. OCD, like oh. actual OCD. Not OCD when people say, oh, I, you know, I have OCD because I don't like this pencil like this. No, no, no. I'm talking about actual OCD. I've, I've met people like that. You it's know? a real thing. Um, Yeah, so uh, I, I was blessed enough to come from a family of people who genuinely love me, mm-hmm. which is something that unfortunately I know not all of us get to experience And I'm super blessed to have experienced that love, right? But our parents are doing the best with what they have in that moment and with their own uh, thoughts and their own ways of reasoning. Mm -hmm. Life has no blueprint.
1: It really doesn't. It it
0: really, really, truly does. Even as a kid, you kind of think, okay, even if I'm different from everybody else, there is kind of a general blueprint of what the steps are. No, there's no blueprint. There's no set way of thinking, and um, we need to honor the generation that came before us, knowing that they did their best—not just with the tools that they had, but with the trauma that they had.
1: Oh yeah, that's because
0: cool. the, yeah, because the people that raised us, we forget that they're humans too, and they are carrying baggage, massive ancestral it's... trauma that they have then passed on to us, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, yeah. and a lot of times it's subconsciously. Yeah. Other times, you know, sometimes uh, people know what the hell they're doing, but for for the most part, you know, sometimes it's a subconscious thing. Right. And just seeing it through the lens of compassion uh, has really helped me a lot. Now, granted, even if I'm compassionate with people and even if they're compassionate with me, there still has to be very clear set boundaries. So I didn't have any boundaries before with my friends or my family. And now I've definitely establish them and not just establish them for myself but also you need to be vocal about it so
1: i agree
0: having those moments of solitude which you mentioned is super important that was really hard for me because that you know how extroverted i am and i only started really being okay being alone roughly two years ago
1: (laughs) it's great yeah
0: it's really amazing so taking those moments of solitude is very important journaling doing introspection praying meditating just having those moments Uh, because in those moments going out for a walk doing something that you love in those moments you get to really discover who you are and you really get to tap into that inner voice you know and that inner voice has so many answers so many answers so once you start discovering who you are you discover your boundaries and once you have those boundaries, you get to verbalize it to people because i've I've made the mistake of having new set boundaries and just expecting people to comply, but I never tell them hey like i you know i'm i think you know I'm, I'm a new person a now. now i I'm a new person, and you know these are the things that I hold
1: space for, and these are the things that I don't you know <laughs> well this is something that my what, what is it no like I would read it a lot in uh the reality is that people are not going to see how much you've grown. If, and, and I just have to bring it back to our faith. If Jesus Christ, being the son of God, his brothers did not believe that he was God, and nobody saw him as God but as the carpenter, you, like we have to also understand that with our families, you can evolve and become the next big thing, but they're not going to see who you are right now. They're going to see you as, quote, unquote, the carpenter you know because that's what they saw so they're not going to be comfortable with seeing that you've evolved and that you're getting all of this attention or whatever the case may be so you know they're going at to at least dec- not in the beginning it's just it's it's yeah, just it's not, not necessarily the that
0: they're uncomfortable but it's just a, a a learning curve it's a learning process for everybody and there are some people that are going to be hella uncomfortable <laughs> then there's people that are going to be pissed off at you too for yeah, right. just for literally wanting to change your own life mm-hmm. But there's other people that will still be open to it, but they need some time to adjust as well, you know? And in that adjustment period, uh, it can get a little funky. Um, but I have, I have had some relationships where in the beginning, you know, then these, new, new, these new boundaries weren't really clicking. And then with time, they were like, okay, you know, we were trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay, we, okay, here we are, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, interesting. So what is something that you would tell your younger self?
1: What would I... Oh my goodness. (laughs) What would I... My younger
0: self? Yeah. uh, Now that you have all these life experiences and all this knowledge that we're still acquiring day to day. Think before you act. Think before you act?
1: Yeah, because I have Mm. tendencies to be really impulsive. But thank God I I have self-control now. But there, there are many times where I do some impulsive moves. So I would say that I impulsivity led me to really bad relationships, to doing things that I shouldn't be doing. With but at the end of the day, I, I, ha, I can't deny the fact that had it not been for all these experiences that I've learned from, I wouldn't have the you know that 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 type of knowledge that I have now. Yeah. But I would say that just I guess consult more like ask more questions if you are if you don't know the answer ask people that can actually guide you and you know stop asking people that don't know what the heck they're talking about <laughs> Facts. you know so by the way i do want to make a parenthesis there there are
0: people that can be our mentors and our coaches and uh, people that we look up to in one area of our lives mm-hmm. but maybe they don't encompass what we look up to and what we admire in other areas of our lives. So, you know, you can have a business mentor that really has an amazing business and they can teach you about sales funnel and maybe you admire them for that particular trait. And you can learn that particular trait. Oh, if I wanna build a sales funnel, this is the best person on, you know, in in the United States, I'm gonna go with this guy, right? Um, But maybe you're like, I don't necessarily want to have the same type of marriage that this person has you know Mm -hmm. um or i don't necessarily want to you know look at life through the same spiritual lens that they see it through Mm -hmm. so there are people that inspire you in some areas and maybe
1: they don't in other areas correct yeah um i i I agree completely so i was asking advice from people that didn't know anything about relationships Mm. you know and then that tainted my perspective Of relationships because they were such a bad example. Mm. So, um, and this is from close family people. So, yeah, so when you think before you act. Yeah, so think before you act and just be more mindful as to, like, just something that my mentors taught me is, you know, look at the fruit on their tree. If they don't have a good marriage, do not ask them about marriage advice. You can learn what not to do, but essentially, Mm -hmm. like, I can, I can speak to someone in my family about what not to do, but maybe whatever they're teaching me under the tone that they're explaining me may tend to my innocence, which is what happened to me. Yeah. My innocence about relationships, about people, because I'm asking somebody that is currently not doing the right thing. So that's what I would say. Just actually like speak to people that have that fruit on the tree but for me i didn't have people around me that had fruit on yeah. any tree <laughs> so it was yeah. kind of hard for me so <laughs> but like like i said i'm i'm like i'm glad that i went through that i'm glad you know that god chose my family that that he chose my mother and my father i don't i i'm just blessed overall for like for the experience that i have yeah i got um
0: i actually got the- those same feelings, um, when I decided that I wanted to be Mm self-employed, um, actually not the same feelings. I I made those, those same mistakes when I decided to, to be self-employed where I was so excited and I wanted to learn. I was a sponge. I was really curious and I was willing to put in the work, do the research and figure out, you know, how to do this. And in that naiveness, I was essentially asking everybody and like, everybody that i knew for advice on how to potentially do this and i don't regret it because honestly some of the feedback was really interesting and it does give shine a light on a different perspective however literally like no one that i knew was self-employed no one was an entrepreneur so all of the advice that they were giving me was for people who want to climb the corporate ladder which they did successfully so if you want to do that then you would ask these types of people. But they were all giving me advice that really did, didn't did apply at all. And it just ultimately just confused me even more. <laughs> and then I got an actual mentor.
1: That, that I got I was, an like, a- that was so that, funny. <laughs> then I got
0: an actual mentor who actually was self-employed and did so successfully. And then I was able to realize, oh wow, that is so different to everything I've been hearing so far. <laughs> You're so dude,
1: cute. I was, she like, was
0: asking, so what do you think about that? I'm gonna, I have, I'm gonna quit my job to do this. They're like, no, no, no dude, muchacha, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. mira, muchacha, la cosa está mal.
1: Like, make sure that, like, you put a subtitle on the bottom. <laughs> no, it, it, listen, funny story is that.
0: They can Google it. Okay.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Okay, I'll put a little
1: subtitle. Guys. My mom <laughs> now is being more open-minded to self-employment because now she sees that everything that she knew about school just does not work. Like, I told her, Mom, listen. Well, maybe, I, well, it it does work for
0: some people, but, you know, what I mean, does, not, not for self-employment people. Until taxes show up. Yeah.
1: And are looking then, at me like... No, 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 no I wasn't looking at you. No, uh, no like, I'm Uncle, looking
0: directly to Uncle the, Sam is really coming
1: to me this year. No, but <laughs> and it's Lola a learning experience, it. though. But I'm talking, like, I, I was telling my mother, Ma, because I'm self-employed, these are the benefits that I have, that the amount of money that I owe in taxes is minuscule. And I told her, like, you know, like, you could write off this, you could do that. And she's like, ah. So, she, so she's like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to look into <clears> it. But just like you said like you have to ask people that are where you want to be you ask the wrong people but you know what now you have a mentor so now when you coach other people you tell them do not do what i did do not ask other people in the street what they think that's actually something that i'm learning now that um uh people on the street (laughs) you would go down the street just asking hey hey hey, what do you think about this uh, so, like if, uh, an ex family member, I say ex because we're no longer speaking. Uh, a family member, ex family member of mine, told me, "Stop asking people for permission to do what you want to do, because sometimes you talk to the wrong people, and like I mentioned, it taints your dream mm-hmm. because yes, you're talking to exactly the wrong people, yeah. and it could stunt your growth when you're talking to the wrong people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because <clears throat> now you're now you're now you've hit a cap of Imagination or what could you do as opposed you know like what can I do to achieve this now it's uh, yeah, but what if this, what if that, what if this like but what if so it it becomes from I can figure it out, I can do it too, but um but what if this happens and then I can and then all of a sudden you go from being really excited to going backwards to like, oh man, now I'm scared mm-hmm. because you spoke to the wrong person, yeah, so glad that you got a mentor now. <clears throat> <laughs> God. Right. <laughs> <Seriously>.
0: <laughs> By the way, you guys get mentors, get mentors, people that have me. what
1: you want to have uh-huh.
0: in different areas of your life. And you can get
1: mentors in, in so many areas you can get. And it's difficult you know, to find a good mentor. Let me tell you, because you have to build that relationship. Yeah. You know and it's it's for me it's like you have some really nice mentors i
0: was i I actually met some of your mentors at one of the events
1: that they held in brooklyn i love them because i understand what a marriage looks like because of the relationship that i have with them yeah they're inspiring no they're a boss couple they're they're crushing it no they're they're doing amazing and they coach other people and they help people pay off debt like with their emotional health but just just be able to um go through life in a manner that is wise yeah and I've been really blessed and yeah, just like but it but it takes time to find that one mentor that you know that you want to do life with. That's yeah. that's the hard part. It's just like a partner, you know, you don't want to do life with just anybody.
0: You yeah. know,
1: it takes time, communication, lots of communication, more communication. You can't get enough of communication. A really nice smile. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> A sense of humor, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so so glad we both have mentors. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, by the way, the really nice smile that was... I wasn't referring to my mentor. That's kind of <laughs> oh, weird. Oh, sorry. I was talking about... About my... I was, re- no, um, I was talking... No. <laughs> Tangent, never mind. <laughs> it's okay. Like, it made I, you
1: happy, clearly, because you're laughing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Lola... Mm -hmm. Describe success
1: in three words. Wow. Um, Freedom. Not just freedom of money. Yes, yes, yes. But freedom in your mind. Mm -hmm. Because you can have all the freedom in finances and all that, but if if your head is not well, you're not free. No. So for me, freedom is no longer a, a money type of thing. Of What can I do with this money? For me, freedom is not being a lunatic and having a solid relationship with god Um, having that relationship with christ for me is freedom because like i said money right now isn't a priority so it's freedom in that aspect i I know for other people freedom may be something else completely different but that word freedom overall people can resonate with that word but for me that's how i connect to it freedom is having a relationship with god where it's a guilt-free bond um, with my savior that's freedom. Two. Um, what is it? Success. Mm-hmm. Success. Having. Having comedy in your life. I don't know if that makes any sense.
0: To elaborate.
1: <laughs> uh, laughter. I don't even know if that makes sense either. But for yeah. me, being able to. Being able to have a good sense of humor and laugh through situations as you're going through life that is a form of success because if you don't have a good sense of humor you know and 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 like I guess having that optimistic mind and being able to make yourself laugh or others laugh as you're going through the trenches that kind of like it's it's heavier on you yeah Uh, and the third one is having solid relationships you know uh and it doesn't have to be a, a so love i guess love um, freedom love freedom and love and joy
0: and joy in the form of humor
1: yeah in a form of humor yeah. <laughs> asking me that, i mean like that was a difficult question for me <laughs> out of all your questions that was difficult <laughs> because i knew that it was going to be like complicated for me to explain yeah uh you don't need to have 10 friends or a crowd of people that you know i think it's having solid friendships that you know that you can grow with and you know that um with family with you know friends business partners having a community that you can trust and grow with i think that's success yeah
0: for sure i feel like freedom is definitely on my list too top of my list it's actually something that i journal about that word freedom is just <sighs> it just feels so good even just to think about it, you know, Mm -hmm. because freedom can be in every, in every aspect. You know, you spoke about that spiritual freedom, but also financial freedom for some people, um, for all of us, like we, you know, of course we all have Abraham's hierarchy of, Mm -hmm. of needs, you know, we all have different needs. Um, but freedom really does encompass all of it because you can have freedom in different parts of your life. And dude, uh, (laughs) I'd rather be broken free, than rich and tied.
1: Exactly. So you. I'm much...
0: gonna be rich and free. By the way, Amen. that's I'm 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 doing I'm doing that double whammy. We're not gonna stay broke and free. No, we're, right. we're gonna be rich and free. All right. We are rich and free. We are wealthy. We I, are think, abundant. <laughs> I think.
1: I think. I mean, I feel that way now. I lack absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah, I feel know? the same way. Yeah. I feel like wow, like. I'm really taken care of here. Yeah,
1: I'm, I don't have the apartment that I want right now, but at the end of the day, and I'm...
0: I mean, that's New York City life, by the way. Yeah. Like, if, if you guys have ever even remotely lived in New York, you know the struggle of like finding that perfect spot. Not only
1: that, I have to tell a really a quick short story. I, I, like I said, I know that your listeners, some of them are like not believers, but I started to look into the Old Testament as the mindset of God, And I started to see that God is a God that he's bougie. Like he likes good things. And when I saw his mindset of how he likes good things overall, like not, it's just, I started to understand who he is. And then after that, I became really bougie where I'm like, I don't just want any apartment. I don't, I don't, I don't just want to settle for a basement or something that I'm not going to be happy when I wake up because if god is this way and i am a reflection of him then i need to desire the same things that he would desire for me so it's been a struggle uh in growing in my faith in that regards so but (laughs) i and even if i don't feel free completely right now i still feel free because i am dealing with it in a manner that i know how and i know that i will be able to you know teach others possibly hopefully or possibly, you know, or inspire others and know that they're not alone in whatever area they're in their life and that, and, and that they will go through it and do, you know, and prosper.
0: Yes. And I do feel like that's going to resonate with everybody because, I mean, most of my listeners are very spir- spiritual, but this is a spiritual podcast. They might not be religious, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the way that you broke it down is something that can resonate with everyone that that's listening and and hopefully you guys kind of felt that so final question lola (laughs) so excited before we answer this final question i just want to acknowledge you for the amazing brave latina that you are out here kicking some butt you know doing your thing going for your dreams and doing it with like i said such power such grace and doing it with with full intention and full alignment with your purpose and with God's purpose for your life. So I think that's very admirable. I think you're amazing. And I'm yeah, so happy you that well. you decided. I'm so happy that you decided to be on this podcast. Okay. So the final question is, what does it mean for you to unleash your inner power? Wow. Can you, that's a difficult
1: one. <laughs> I, I have to adjust myself. Adjust on this yourself. Track. Get comfortable, honey. What does it mean for myself to unleash inner power? <clears throat> unleash your inner power. Yeah. Uh, She's like, you ask me questions and I have to let you know. This is all spiritual. My inner power comes from Christ. I don't have any inner power because I found myself many times having to cry out to God to help me to get out of bed. So my inner power comes from relying on my creator. Um, without him, like, so like I had a car accident about four, like three years ago that uh, mess, like gave me nerve damage on my back. There were times where... I would pray to God to help me do a job because after a certain time I would start to limp. Mind you I have to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to start limping in front of the camera. <laughs> no, and, don't no 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 te <laughs> No, so I would start limping like if I walked too much, but there were moments where I had to literally be on my knees and ask God, "Lord, please help me make it through this shoot, through this job," uh, because I don't want to like I don't want to screw this up. Yeah. And sure enough, on every other day I would be limping like a like a Bambi. But on that day, I had the strength to be able to do that 13 hour shoot. So my inner power comes from Christ. And that's my inner power. My inner power is that I rely on my creator and knowing that I, re- knowing that I rely on him and him only gives me strength because I know that I'll never go down a dark path where I just wanna give up or anything like that. So that's my inner power, it comes mm. from God. <laughs> I like that. I like that answer. So
0: <clears throat> I, man, um, just knowing that we have that supernatural force backing us up every step of the way and that when we feel like we're not in our own power, because you did say that you felt like you don't have inner power of your own. I'm going to disagree with you on that one because I do think you're a powerful woman. And on top of that you have the power of God also in your favor. But I do feel like you do have some amazing power within yourself. Um, But there are times where when we just cannot find that strength within our own selves, it's so crazy and bizarre and freaking awesome to know that there literally is this supernatural force that is backing you up. And by supernatural, I mean like, yo, Yo, you know what I mean? And sometimes people like, they they look at God as something like, okay, you know, I just I just pray to God. I'm just mindful, blah, blah, blah. But they don't understand that there's this true essence, this true power that can genuinely just help you find alignment in your own life. And, you know, this power is good. This power is kind. It feels it feels good when, when you're aligned with God. So, again, you know, we ex- I extended this invitation in the beginning of this podcast, but if you have that calling to just explore your own spirituality, whatever that means for you, uh, please lean, lean into that. Lean into that because I feel like our Creator would love for you to have that relationship and that inner knowing of, wow, I'm really not by myself. I really don't have to like handle all of this by myself it's like a lot you know so thank you lola thank, thank you so much, you for, so much for this interview this was so much fun i had a blast I had we a finished time our time. coffee <laughs> I, mean, you
1: know, I have to say the coffee was really good yeah i don't know what you, you did but that was a really good cup of I'll coffee. I'll tell you here. what I
0: did. First of all, el café, the coffee, is from Puerto Rico. Let's start off with that. So the coffee is imported from Puerto Rico. Hey, Alto Grande. What? I got that premium stuff, honey, you know what so <laughs> I'm so, so no fue ya o cono. No fue ya o cono, mami. Esto fue Alto Grande. Yeah, Alto Grande. Like,
1: it's, it's <laughs> no right. that premium coffee. No, they, no, it was so good because I'm, I'm, I'm iffy about coffee. And it's so, like even with myself, sometimes I'm just like, Lola, this was not it um tomorrow will be a better day
0: (laughs) it's not always this good i think i think no i think everything was in my favor today no no seriously
1: it was so good (laughs) like like from the sugar to the frothiness like she really went all out for me
0: yay so yeah (laughs) so the coffee is puerto rican I put oat milk in it and then I frothed yes, I that's frothed. Another thing. I, yeah I got a little milk frother
1: what kind of oat milk do you <laughs> have because I've been buying oat milk after oat milk and I'm just disappointed consistently in I know I this I'll oat tell out. you I, I'll tell
0: you which so one because like, I've you. tried I've tried a lot of them okay by the way guys you know Make the switch from dairy. Come on. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to dairy shame you guys, but, you know, if, like, lean, 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 lean into some I other alternatives. I'm running to the bathroom every five minutes. I'm there you tell go. You. So. Yeah, it's, it's great for your skin. It's, it's great good. for the environment. It's amazing. So yeah. I'll give it a go. <laughs> All right, Lola. So that concludes our interview for today. Thank you. Thank you once again for this awesome conversation. And I'm super excited for people to get connected with you. If people do want to get connected with you, where is the obviously the best way where they can do that?
1: Well, they can uh, they can do Instagram or they could go to my website www.loladecrets.com. So the last name is D E C L E T. Yeah. And
0: uh, it's going to be in the show notes by the way.
1: And yeah. you guys can shoot me a message and we can get connected.
0: By the way, Lola has oh my goodness. Like I I forgot to mention this. You have this prophetic word, girl, like you are such an amazing writer I've told oh, you this, I have told I you never this but no like what she's going to
1: say, so i I f- like, I... My you're, like, expressions- surprised. You're, like, what is she going to say?
0: <laughs> you're, like, a little bit scared sometimes. I don't sometimes.
1: know. I don't know what's going to come out of her mouth. So, like, you can see in my expressions that I just... Clearly, I can't hide my emotions. To be honest,
0: sometimes I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. either. <laughs> okay, so, Yeah. You know. so, no, but um, thank you Yes, for that. but you're... At, she's... Lola is an amazing writer and she started a blog and I'm gonna encourage you to continue writing because honestly that blog I'm actually is so gonna sick.
1: take it to another spot because yeah. I no longer want my writing to be on my modeling, modeling. acting. Yeah. I really want it to be more personal and to be quite yeah. honest, some of the topics that I talk about, they're they're not sexy and uh they're not they're not popular, but it's me. So I, I But yes, I mean list
0: yet yeah, well you might say they're not popular they might not be mainstream because they're not like this super bubbly superficial construct but they are real and raw and people relate to them and every time you release anything any of your writing the response that you get is amazing i mean like you know that you you get great feedback
1: i i mean like i have i have support from amazing people and you know i'm just really grateful for that that i have you know so my my friends have been very encouraging and, you know, as yourself, like she's very encouraging. Like she's always yeah, like, want you, to you better get started. I want you to write. And Do also,
0: it. yeah, because also like you have such amazing photos already that complimenting that with your writing ah i love it so guys definitely check her out on instagram because that's really the best way to get connected and check out her her photos so that you can understand what i'm talking about when i say she's got the angles all right so it's gonna be at lola l-o-l-a declet d-e-c-l-e-t the link is gonna be in the show notes and
1: it was so nice speaking with yes, you. Yes, it you was so awesome much.
0: speaking with you. We will see everybody back in the next one. And of course, make sure to give this show a five-star review. Go ahead and go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Tell us why you love us. It really, really does help the show grow and reach more people. And without further ado, that's it. That's it for today, guys. We'll see you back I in the hope next that one. This podcast Yes, I'm in. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Inner Power Podcast. The show's over, but the growth continues. Visit coachbyandy.com gift for free tools and resources that will help you win in business and in life. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave us a five-star review and get connected on Instagram at Miss Andy Rivera. We'll see you back here in the next
1: episode.